Proverbs 17, 17 says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a difficult time. When I learned that, I learned uh, friend is, is, uh, a friend loves at all times and a, and a brother is born for adversity. Aren't you glad for your friends? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd use these Proverbs today to be the friends that you would have us to be. Through Christ I pray. Amen. You know, everybody needs friends. It's clear that we are all born for friendship. I think that's why that verse appeals to us, that a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Who comes to mind when you think of that person who, who loves at all times? That brother who you've gone through difficult times, adversity, and you're so thankful that they were there. You know, sadly, even though we are born for friendships, we experience loneliness. Loneliness is a more common experience than we would like to admit. I think it was Mother Teresa said that she believed that the greatest poverty of all, Mother Teresa, who worked in the poorest sections of India, believed the greatest poverty of all was the poverty of loneliness that is so pervasive today. And loneliness can be devastating. Psychologists, psychology today had an article that said friendship is like food. We need it to survive. Without friendship, people can't thrive. While we don't usually think of friendship being directly related to physical health, the research these days is demonstrating that friendship so matters that People can be healthy based on their friendships, or they can be unhealthy based on how lonely they are. You know, we think about smoking or drugs as causing physical ailments, but loneliness is often linked to serious physical health problems as well. They say that um, loneliness, for instance, can drive things like alcoholism that it actually increases the likelihood of suicide in the young and the old alike. How many of us have known young people who struggle with suicide ideations or, or people that are getting to old age or going through very difficult physical times and they just, they, they find the loneliness leading them to think they just kind of want to end it all. Medical research suggests that loneliness actually affects the brain. It can cause an, an increase in dementia of 64%. Think about that. Think about the number of people who are experiencing dementia or onset, early onsets of, of, um, of Alzheimer's. And it could be prevented or at least delayed if they weren't experiencing so lonely, if they hadn't experienced so much loneliness. Now, please don't become judgmental in this thing. Somebody's experiencing Alzheimer's. Oh, it must be because they were a lonely person. Please don't do that. But the research is showing that with 60% of people experiencing dementia, that there has been a connection with loneliness. There's an increased risk of 67%, 64%. How many people today would have a better quality of life if they would have been more connected to others, less isolated, maybe less self-protective. 
part of the reason this is a problem is because we live in a world that's very self-protective. This is a, nobody tells me what to do. I, I want to live my own life. And even though that sounds, you know, really, I don't know, no, novel and bold to say, you know, I'm going to do it my way. Um, it really is a diagnosis. It's a prescription for loneliness. I don't claim to understand all the research, but the claims in the research are that loneliness increases so many problems, even heart problems. It increases stress hormones, blood pressure, and the like that causes other heart problems. That loneliness also causes trouble with sleeping. It is connected to sleep apnea somehow. Ultimately, it decreases life expectation. Think about that. In other words, as they wrote in an article in Psychology Today, we are built for social contact. There are serious, even life-threatening consequences if we don't get enough. So the proverb is good for us to think about again. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born for a difficult time. As great as our need for friendships is, true friends that love at all times are so rare, aren't they? Are you that kind of friend? Am I that kind of friend to others? True friends are so rare that the New York Times ran an article one time where they said they actually found it difficult to come up with a definition for friendship, what friendship actually is. According to this article, they, they asked people to define friendship, even experts who research friendship. And they said, if you ask people to define what is friendship, you'll hear a lot of silence followed by errs and ums. Friendship is difficult to describe, as Alexander uh, Niemas, professor of philosophy at Princeton, has said. He's written a book called On Friendship. He spent, spent about 300 pages trying to define what friendship is, and he said it's actually easier to say what friendship is not than to define what it actually is. He said friendship is more like beauty or art, which is, quote, appreciated for its own sake. Well, Proverbs 17, 17 gives us a good definition of friendship. A friend is somebody who loves at all times. It is a brother who's born for difficult times. I love that stated positively. A friend that loves at all times, when times are good as well as when times are bad. A friend loves when it's easy to love, and he loves when it's not easy to love. The Bible tells us that we are to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Galatians 6, 2 says, carry one another's burdens and in this way fulfill the law of Christ. You know, it, it is sometimes hard to mourn with people who are mourning because that means carrying their burdens. You know, most of us have enough burdens on our own. And when somebody else has burdens that need to be carried. It's easy for us to be like the the priest that walks on the other side of the road when the Samaritan, when the, when the, when the man has been beaten, left for dead, you know, and the story of the good Samaritan, we, we don't tend to want to be the good Samaritan. It's easy for us to say, Ugh, I have my own burdens. I have my own agenda. I have my own responsibilities. I just don't have time to take responsibility for this person. 
But a friend loves at all times, and that means we mourn with those who mourn. We carry the burdens of those who are our friends, even though we have our own burdens. It means when people are sick, when people are even dying, that we allow ourselves to get close to them, even though it may mean um, it may mean our grief increases and our responsibilities increase. But a friend loves at all times. One thing I love being part of Bible study groups and discussion, Bible study discussion groups and small groups at New Life is it's just wonderful to watch how friends mourn with those who mourn. How people carry each other's burdens even though they themselves probably have enough burdens on their own to carry. I've seen people pray and they carry the, their friends in prayers. I see encouraging emails and texts and offers to help and an actual help of food and time and doing whatever needs to be done. It's really hard to know the best way to be a friend and to carry others' burdens because you want to honor others' um, others' boundaries. Um, but friends are available. Friends are there. And it's been so good to see that. It makes me sad when people aren't connected to the church. When people come to church and they just come on Sunday morning, they never really get connected closely in friendships, in, in small groups. And then they go through difficult times and they don't have people who are mourning with them or carrying their burdens with them because they've kept their distance in those other times. So, you know, a, a friend loves at all times. Let other people love you at all times by getting involved in people proactively before the burden, before the mourning comes. Um, connect with people. A friend that loves at all times also mean we love people who are hard to love um, when extra grace is required. Sometimes it's hard to love people who've sinned. Sometimes it's hard to love people who've disappointed us. Always it's hard to love people who have hurt us and, and, um, and we have to forgive them to move on. But a friend loves at all times, especially when it's hard to love. But a friend loving at all times also means that a friend loves in the good times. Now, ironically, have you noticed how sometimes it's harder to love people in the good times than it is to love them in the difficult times? Sometimes, you know, the Bible tells us that we're to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And sometimes it's easier to mourn with those who mourn than it is to rejoice with those who rejoice. Because mourning with people who are mourning is a humble state. You join them in their humility. Rejoicing with those who rejoice means being humble when they are experiencing really good times. You know, uh, is it easier, uh, think about it, uh, is it easier to befriend somebody um, who has gotten fired or is it easier to befriend somebody who got the promotion that you wanted to get? It's easier, it's difficult to rejoice with those who rejoice when, when what they get is what you wish you had gotten, you know? Who's easier to befriend, the friend who gets the big raise that you didn't or the friend who got fired when you got the big raise? Um, I remember when I was about 20, 
four years old, and my total salary package was about $20,000. I mean, that's, before taxes were taken out, that's all benefits, all retirement, all, I mean, there was no retirement, but all, you know, hospitalization, every, I mean, total package, about $20,000. And, and I was happy with that until I discovered I had friends who are like a year older than I, uh, who are making a lot more money and had goals of, you know, I had this one friend who's about a year older than I, and his goal was to make $100,000 by the time he was 50, by the time he was 30 years old. So in just a few years, he was, his goal was to be able to have a salary of $100,000 a year. And, um, and, and that, it was hard to be, it was kind of like, eh, it's hard to be friends with somebody like that who's your age. Or, it, you know, it's hard to rejoice with people who, I remember, um, you know, I had two weeks vacation, and which meant like two Sundays a year. And I had friends who were my age who every weekend they had, not only did they have lots of vacation, but they, every weekend, even though they were my age, they could go somewhere else out of town if they wanted to. It's like they had limited Saturdays and Sundays off. And I remember thinking, you know, it's kind of hard to rejoice sometimes with those who rejoice when you compare yourself in those ways. Rejoice with those who rejoice, easier said than done. But a friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for a difficult time. See, my point is, it is part of the reason we have a hard time having friends is because we have a hard time being friends. So if you make a list of the friends that you have, who are your true friends? Who are the friends who love you at all times? The friends that you know are with you in the difficult times. I think about the Ferguson families. They have been faithful friends since I moved to the D.C. area in 1987. I would make it clear that New Life would not be New Life if not for the Ferguson family. They have been friends who've loved at all times. They've loved when I've been hard to love, which is... Um, which has been all too frequent. They have been brothers and sisters who've gone through difficult times. They've rejoiced when I've rejoiced. Um, I think about Thatcher and Karen who have served in the background and have gotten not nearly the credit that they deserve, and yet they've rejoiced when um, when I have, you know, when when I have been given credit for things. That they when they deserved more praise. That is such a reflection of their character. I'm so thankful that God has given me friends like that. But let's be honest, true friends like that are precious and few. Um, talk to many ministers, and they will tell you that they uh, part of what's difficult about ministry is the number of people that they think are friends who are friends until they find a church that they like better. <laughs> they are friends until there's something in the church that they don't like. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're not a friend, you're just a pastor. And they've gone and, you know, as a customer, they've decided to go to a different church and go consume at a different church. And that's okay. That's how life is. My point is not to criticize those people. My point is to say... When God gives true friends, you value them. Who do you consider the? Who would consider you to be the friend who loves at all times, the brother who's born for adversity, the one who will stick with you. You will stick with them, no matter how difficult it is. Ask God to make you that kind of friend today. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for difficult times. Now, of course. 
the, the reason that we can do that is because we all have a friend who loves at all times and has been born for difficult times, and his name is Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us today to be the friend of Jesus and a friend to others as Jesus has been a friend to us. Lord, help us to be more faithful. Help us to rejoice with those who rejoice and to mourn with those who mourn. Help us to be the kind of church that um, genuinely is, cons- and is, is committed to being friends as you are friends to us. Let's think about the people, Lord, help us as people come into new life every week or come to our, our, our small groups every week. Help us to focus on their need for a friend who sticks closer than a brother, for friends who are born for adversity, not just to think about our own needs, but to think about being Christ to them. Help us to be a loving family, a loving group of friends who are always expanding, bringing in more friends that become friends of Christ. It's through him we pray these things. Amen. What does it mean for you to walk with Jesus today as his friend and be a friend to others as he is to you? Let's go be friends.